Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Jonathan and Friends podcast. I love this podcast because I just get to talk to my friends and um, hopefully make new friends in the future. So uh, welcome back. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but I'm so excited for today's guest. I've been trying to get this guest on the podcast for a long time. Um, She was on my original list of people that I wrote down as um, ideas of people that I wanted on the podcast. So I am actually really excited that this finally came together. And so I want to welcome today's guest, Audra Donnell. Audra, say hello. Hello, and thank you for that nice intro. That makes me feel so good. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're here. We little backstory: we've been friends um, for about seven or eight years back uh, when you lived in Colorado, and we're going to get into your story in a minute. But for context for everybody, we've been friends uh, from our Colorado days. Well, I'm still in Colorado. You bailed and left, but. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we go back that far. You're really good friends with my wife. And um, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people look up to you as um, a business leader and a rock star mom. And you just kind of got a lot going on. So there's a lot to talk about today. But um, however you want to introduce yourself, I want you to introduce yourself and uh, tell us who Audra is. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I always find this question the hardest, right? Like, how do you introduce yourself? What parts do you want to know? So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Audra Donnell. I own a business called The Thread. I have been married to my husband, who I met in high school, for 11 years. And we have two little boys. One is four and has just started kindergarten. He turns five next week. And the other one is two. And we um, have moved around for the past eight years. Everyone always asks if we are military hmm. because... Once I tell them where we have lived, it, it sort of just is the next natural question. But we are originally from the Midwest, and we moved to Colorado in 2012 and had five really great years there, um, biking and going to the breweries and meeting friends and had a great church. And I worked for an ad agency, and then we had the opportunity to move to Honolulu, Hawaii, hmm. and we lived there for three years. And now we are back home in our hometown in the Midwest. Awesome. And we're going to get yeah. into all of that, of like why you went to Hawaii, because that's probably what people think is like, well, why in the world did you move to Hawaii? But we're going to get into yeah. that because, you know, this podcast is all about the intersection of skills, passions, and opportunities. And so we're going to talk a little bit about your skills. We're going to talk about your passions, and we're going to talk about the opportunities that have come along. And then um, you've already mentioned the thread. And so that's where we're going to spend the bulk of our time is talking about how the thread has really been the intersection of those three things, at least for this season of your life. And so, um, real quick, why don't you talk through like, what, what is your skill set? What, what do you do? Um, and what skill have you kind of been growing and working in? You mentioned an ad agency a minute ago, but yeah. So what's, what's kind of that skill set you bring to the table? Yeah. Well, I've always been a, a natural born leader. I don't think I've always been a good leader. Um, that's something that I've had to work on over time, but that is a skill that's come natural to me. In college, I studied integrated marketing communications, and mm-hmm. for about a decade in my career, I um, honed my skills in marketing, and I worked at corporate marketing and then moved to agency marketing and really fell in love with that and am now an entrepreneur. So um, the skills that I've honed, you know, a lot of communication skills Mm. Um, over the last 10 years, a lot of social media skills. In fact, right as I moved to Colorado, I started a social media boutique agency um, and took on a couple of clients for a few years before I went full-time into agency marketing. So in addition to those, I would say kind of big picture 
strategy skills and really working on um, visionary skills too. Huh. That's, that's something that, you know, it might not be a skill. It might be a, a natural thing, but I think you can hone it and grow it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, and I think that's interesting that you started with leadership too. And you said you've been a natural born leader. That doesn't mean you've always been a good leader. And um, that really kind of made, that kind of piqued my interest a little bit because I think a lot of people think like, oh, because I'm a leader and people will gravitate toward me. That must mean I'm a good leader. And that's not always the case. So you can, you can hone those skills just like, and you can hone the visionary skills and how to cast vision and, and motivate people. Those are all Mm -hmm. skills to be honed. So I think that's very Mm -hmm. insightful actually. Well, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, so <laughs> I didn't know you did the social media agency in Colorado. That's interesting too. So I was wondering if you knew that. Yeah, it was no. right. Um, as we had, as we met, you know, I had a, a little boutique called the social Avenue oh, cool. and funny story. I was actually working in corporate marketing and started the social Avenue with my side hustle hmm. and was really open about it. And the corporate marketing company I, I was working for, um, actually I was working for an accounting firm in their marketing department. So uh-huh. It wasn't a marketing company. They came to me and they said, Hey, you can't do this. You oh. have to pick us, us or your business. And, um, you know, my, you know, they were like right now on the spot. Wow. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I, I did pick them. Um, and then a couple months later I left to pursue my, my business. So that wow. must've been right before we met. That's interesting. And that, man, okay. I can, Try not. I, I can chase rabbit trails or not, but I'm going to chase this one because because I um, I'm in a similar position. I, I run a marketing division for a fairly large um, global organization, and um, I actually am the opposite. I encourage my team to have outside side hustles um, because I think it actually hones their skills. It's almost like I get free training for them, or they get paid to do training that helps them in their day job. So I see it very differently. But so that's interesting that they made you pick. Yeah. And you know, this was 2013. So it was a while ago. So maybe side hustles weren't as supported. In fact, the legal terms that the business used um, when we were in this situation was called moonlighting, which I think is just so funny. Now, now, you know, as an employer or someone who manages a team, you see the benefit of your people having side hustles. It gives them passion and a spark and ultimately you want them to bring that you want them to be lit up so that they can show up to work like that yeah um, and give that energy to to your organization too and then honestly best case scenario is they grow their side hustle into something so amazing that they've evolved and you know they're re- ready to gain their wings and fly away from your company and it's it just I feel like that's what leaders do they develop people to that point where they get their wings now if their wings are at your company, that's also great. But I feel mm-hmm. like for me, the underlying goal is for people to, to come alive and, yeah. and to have those wings, regardless of it's, if it's at their your company or if it's building their own business. Right, right. And, and why would we hold them back if their passion is really somewhere else or their interest is really somewhere else? Um, it's not my job or duty to chain them to their desk at my company just because I like them or think they do a good job. Like if their interest... Uh, morphs and changes and they have high interest somewhere else, you know, God bless them. Go do that. Like, I think that's anyway, that's not what this podcast is about, but we could probably spend half an hour just talking about that. I'm fairly passionate about the whole um, encouragement of moonlighting. I've actually 
Does it make me old school that I have used that term quite often, moonlighting? But yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, you know, I have I've graduated to using the term side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah, you're you're so much more trendy. Just say hi, side hustle from now on. Okay. All right. I won't say moonlighting anymore. But but yeah, you know, I, you know, actually, you know, right this moment, a guy on my team is he's I know he's doing his side hustle right now, and he's making a little side cash today, uh, doing a big video project, but he's the video guy in my marketing department. So I see it as he's getting a free day of training or free to me. Mm-hmm. He's making money. So mm-hmm. anyway, I have a hard time seeing the downsides of this. I should go find a leader who says it's bad and, and hear the other side of the story. Cause I'm curious. Yeah. Well, if you, if you need them, <laughs> I know, I know them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right, your skills, you have marketing is kind of your focus, your passion, communication, um, that's what you've gotten good at. So what led you to Hawaii? Um, actually, I personally don't know the full story. I probably know 10% of it. So tell us how you ended up in Honolulu. Really? You don't know the full story? Not really. No. I mean. Maybe you've forgotten it. You okay, were right maybe. there. You were there for it all. Yeah. Well, my husband's family is from Hawaii and he has a family member who owns an ad agency out there. And ever since we got married, she had been asking me to come work for her company and the opportunity was just never quite right. And, um, after we, we had gotten pregnant with our first son, we went out there, um, to visit when I was about six months pregnant and she, you know, sat us down and said, Hey, I'm ready to retire. I need someone to help me transition into retirement and I want it to be you. Mm -hmm. Are you interested? And, you know, we loved our life in Fort Collins so much. We had just bought a home. You know, our friend group was settled. We'd found a church. We had both had jobs that we loved. So it was a really hard decision. And I asked for a month to consider it. And so, you know, we prayed about it. We talked about it. But ultimately for me, there was no way I was going to say no. Um, I'm just an opportunist in that way. Anytime there's something big that I know I want, but that's scary and unknown. I always do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew it was a yes from the moment we sat down and, and, you know, it's a bittersweet thing, right? Because there was definitely some grief in leaving this home and this town that we loved and these people that we love, um, you and Jen definitely included, Hmm. but I knew I had to take, take the leap and I didn't know why exactly. You know, I knew that I'd always been interested in running a business. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd been in a leadership role at the ad agency. I was with in Fort Collins and really enjoyed that. But this was sort of the next step up. This is a VP role at an agency. And so, you know, we, we had the baby, we sold the house and we moved out to Hawaii. Oh my gosh. What a huge, I mean, when you say a leap, that's a leap for sure. So (laughs) it it was a leap. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Well, so, so you were able to use your skill for an opportunity that came along. Um, was it that, was it the intersection of skill, passion, and opportunity, or was it just an intersection of skill and opportunity? Um, I'm just, I'm curious. Looking yeah, back on it, it. Looking back on it, it was all three because, you know, I had been trying to own a business yeah. for many years, starting in, I mean, honestly, starting, I, I wanted to open a wedding planning business with a friend before I even started in corporate marketing. Hmm. Um and, and then I had the social avenue and I shut that down. And so it was all three because to me it was the skills of, okay, marketing and then working at an ad agency carries its own set of skills. You really have to know how to hustle and juggle multiple projects and demands. Um, 
answer to multiple people um, who all, you know, feel that their project is the most important and not let them, you know, know your real list of priorities or where they, you know, where they fall in your, your list of priorities. So all of those skills in marketing and communications and account management, those were really the skills. And that, that passion was really the opportunity to um, potentially be a business owner one yeah. day was sort of my, the vision that pulled me. Yeah. And then, you know, the opportunity of, you know, this agency owner retiring. Yeah. Okay. So, so all three really took me out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So I'm going to circle back in a minute because I want to hear how um, running that business, because you said it was, you'd always wanted to figure out what it was like to run a business and be a business owner. And so you obviously must have learned a ton in that during that time of being in Honolulu. So I want to circle back in a minute, but first, before we do, I want you to tell us what you're doing now. I think it's really exciting. This is where I want to spend the bulk of our time, bulk of our conversation, talking about the thread, what it is, what the vision is. And, and then we're going to circle back and I want to hear what you learned as a business leader in Honolulu and how that translated into what you're doing now or how that helped you in what you're doing now. So, but first of all, tell us all about the thread. Give us the elevator pitch, but it doesn't have to be a 15 second elevator pitch. Give us the vision, the picture of the thread. Yeah. So the thread is a women's leadership collective and it's a hybrid model community. So we work with mid-career women who are eager to level up in their careers and their personal lives. These are women who love and pursue growth. They're lifelong learners. And they're also women who want community of other women. They are women who um, believe in collaboration over competition and are eager to be in a space where they're going to be challenged and um, grow and learn and teach and um, kind of build their bench of, of other amazing, powerful women. That's awesome. I mean, that is so fun. And, you know, I remember uh, my wife, Jen, and I, we were at your house. Was that Christmas? Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Christmas. Around Christmas time, we were driving back to Colorado. We stopped in and you were, I mean, you were kind of in the throes of it. Like you were getting people signed up. You were you were pitching this to various business owners around town and you were honestly in a season of wondering, like, is this thing going to happen? Like, is it even going to work? And yeah. um, I've, I have been following closely on social media enough to know that it's really taken off. I mean, it's doing really well. Um, you have found something really unique in that community that you're in and you're serving those women in such a, an amazing way. So, um, so talk about the success of it. That's the vision of it. How's it going so far? I think you're in the first cohort of women, I think, but correct me if I'm wrong, but how's it, how's it going? Yeah. Well, it's fun to think back to that conversation because you're right. You know, I had this vision and, um, you know, I moved here in July and I put together a focus group. I, so 2020, you know, the, the pandemic mm-hmm. hit, we, COVID hit in March, hit the United States in March. And I spent April, May, and June pulling together my vision, creating a business plan, um, pulled together, luckily, an amazing group of decision-making women in July, two weeks after I hit the ground. Um feet on the ground, I guess. And then in August, I started, I, I pulled my business license. So hmm. you, you were just right there in the middle of it. Um, before the first cohort, I barely had anyone committed. And the first cohort, we had um, about 20 women 
in the cohort. We're wrapping it up right now, and we're in the middle of open applications for the second cohort. We already are 50% full. We take about 30 women, um, and we have a month left of applications open. So it's just gone better than I could ever have imagined. I mean, the tiny vision that I started with um, has been 10x at least. Wow. So it's just, it's been amazing to be embraced by the community and have um, the idea and the the vision um, caught on so well. We actually just won a local award from our business journal for a diversity and inclusion initiative. Wow. And so, you know, in the first year of business, you know, we have won an award. Mm -hmm. We are set up for a great second cohort. And I mean, I just have so many ideas like, I need a second person of me. <laughs> well, that that's the way businesses go. I hope you know you grow, you add people to your team, and uh, you know I I could go in a lot of directions too of like what I envision for you for the future. But I'm sure you have plenty plenty of great ideas, and I'm actually um, I've been secretly mad. Now I'm going to be publicly mad because it's all I'm going to say it on the podcast that there's <laughs> there, that there's not a man version of this. I'm so mad mm. that you uh, you discriminate and you make it only about women because I want to be in well, it. Hey, <laughs> if you want a partner, we can work something out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just sounds so great. Like the community aspect, the support, the, um, you know, cre- yeah, just creating that community of, of like-minded people in the sense of uh, career-driven people who, lifelong learners, who want to level mm-hmm. up, you know, all those things that you said. And, um, you know, I think that's such an, an amazing thing to do for the community there. So that's my other question. Is it only there where you are or is this something like if somebody wants to apply and they live in uh, Dallas, like can they apply or is it local? It's local for now, but we are working on expanding to other markets, hopefully by next year. Yeah. So is that kind of the value of it is that it's not all just like zoom based and remote, but you guys actually get together. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many good options these days for leadership and coaching and entrepreneurship. I mean, there's so many groups out there. So I love when people are brave enough to be in community that supports them and challenges them, no matter what community it is. Mm. I think what makes the thread unique is it is in person. Um, It is not. There is no virtual component. Mm. And um, you are going to be in a group of women in your city who can help advance your career, Hmm. not just theoretically or, um, you know, by giving you tools. Yes, that, that will happen too. You know, you will get new tools and you will grow, you know, mindset and confidence in other areas, but you'll also be in actual community with women who can help support your business or your career. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Like, like introducing you to other people, even offering people, positions as they learn, Hey, you're good at this. And my, my company needs this. Just a lot of the networking pieces. Is that what you, is that what happens? Yeah. Networking is a byproduct for sure. Yeah. Um, we have women in our first cohort who are interested in branching out from their corporate jobs mm. and starting their own businesses. So they're connected with, um, lawyers and bookkeepers and uh. other entrepreneurs who can literally give them the steps in the past. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, there are women who, I mean, everyone works for a great company that, that I work with, but I could, I could see this being a great recruiting pool in the future. Um, once you're a part of a cohort, it's a six month cohort and then you become alumni. Yeah. So 
you know, our alumni base will grow over the years. And certainly there'll be women who want to make moves or you'll work at a company and you're looking for your next rock star and you, there's going to be people to tap on the shoulders. That's not really something, you know, I advertise because a lot of the companies in town are, are getting behind the thread. Mm. So, you know, that's certainly not the, that's not the goal, but it's just going to be something that naturally and organically occurs hmm. with the with the right people who are looking for that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. I mean, that's it, it sounds like something, you know, like like if we were there, if we lived there, my wife would 100% be a part of it. You know, like that's just right up her alley. And so um I love that. So- I totally agree. I totally <laughs> agree. I have to tell you, Jen, you know, speaking of living your life at the intersection of your skills and passions and opportunities. Mm -hmm. When we moved from Colorado to Hawaii, I asked some of my closest friends, Jen included, you know, tell me what you think my strengths are and my weaknesses and where I can grow. Hmm. And Jen's email to me is one that has stayed in my mind forever because she kind of called me out. You know, she said, Audra, you are, you're, you have these skills. You um, motivate people and you lead people and you gather people. But I don't think you're stepping fully into those. I think you're taking a backseat on your life. Wow. A little bit. Wow. Yeah. That was bold. I know. I, I, but that's what I asked for. I love Jen. She is bold. And and she gave me exactly what I asked for. And, and, and just that's why I think we have such a deep friendship because mm. I – I received her words and they have propelled me forward to, to really step into my calling and not take a back seat Hmm. um, on my life. And, and instead of saying, you know, it can't be me say, you know, why can't it be me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why can't it be you? And here you are making it happen. And it's not, um, it's, well, it's the result of a lot of really hard work and a lot of um, skill development and, people skill development, communication skill development over the years. Like it didn't, you didn't just wake up and go, yeah, why not me? And this thing just plopped out of the universe, right? Like you, you worked for it obviously, but for sure, but you had, and it was years after Jen. Go ahead. Yeah. It was years after Jen kind of called me out on that. Yeah. Well, you went to Hawaii first and you did that. (laughs) Then you (laughs) kind of had to circle back around. So, all right, back to what I said, I was going to circle back to, um, what did you learn running that business in Hawaii that you're applying to your business today? Well, I think I learned I, my big learning really started at the agency in Fort Collins. Um, once I gave up my business, the social Avenue and started working for an agency full time, I really learned how to hustle and how to work hard. Hmm. I learned um, how to be a leader there. I led a team that I really love and I made some mistakes that I learned from and overall though I I mean it was just such a beautiful experience so I think I learned leadership and hustle Hmm. and hard work um, from from that organization and then moving to Hawaii uh, what I learned about running a business is kind of the lack of financial business literacy that I had and that's a skill that I'm still building on and working on today. Um, so it was more a little bit about what I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, and, I and, and that's super closely. practical, right? Like 
it's so practical of thinking, oh, I want to run a business. And so I'm going to learn how to be a leader. And I'm going to learn how to manage people. And I'm going to learn how to be a communicator and how to be assertive when I go ask for things. But but then you sit down, and you got to look at a and l and you're like, oh, wait, I don't actually know how to balance the books, you know? Right, <laughs> so, right. So that's, uh, that's interesting that it, what you learned there was actually, um, I'll say much more practical in terms of business running, running a business. <laughs> yeah. Business acumen. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. How to be an entrepreneur for sure. I mean, the, the things I learned in, in Fort Collins about how to be an entrepreneur is, um, like I can remember one, one time where we had a client that was, it was a low, it was a small client for our agency and, they had a contract with us and I think it was maybe a year long and we, they, we'd worked with them for two years. And at two years they said, okay, thank you so much for your time. We, we spent double the time together that we intended. Hmm. And now we're going to like create this position in house. And I remember talking to the agency owner and saying, Oh, it's okay. It was just a small client hmm. and just learning, you know, what a small client actually costs the business. Wow. Um, you know, a small client is nothing to, to bulk at. So just kind yeah. of learning the gravity of just because I think it's a small client and just because my commission on that client was small, mm. you know, this is what it actually does for the whole agency. That right. that was the paycheck of an intern. So mm. that's one less intern we could have. Hmm. Yeah. And and you don't know that unless you're the person actually, you know, doing those books, you know, which right. is what you ended up having to do in, in, in Hawaii, right? I mean, you're doing, you, you're doing it all. Yeah, I wasn't really doing the books, but I did get a glimpse kind of at, I got a deeper look into, you know, the, the financial functions of a business mm-hmm. and just learned how much I didn't know. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I found out. Yeah, yeah. Painfully. <laughs> well, probably, yeah, probably through some hard lessons, which is how it typically happens. But Life. Yeah, yep. that's all right. You learned, right? And and now you're applying it. And so uh, where you are now with the thread and you've had this cohort that's wrapping up soon, you're getting ready for cohort two. Um, and you think about, you know, the focus of this podcast, which not everybody thinks about every day by any means, but the alignment or the intersection of your skills, passions and opportunities. Do you feel like you're hitting on all cylinders here? Or how do you how would you think about that? I do. I feel completely fulfilled in in my life in terms of professional. Um, I feel like I'm using my my passions and my skills and opportunities like I never have before. So it really is such a sweet spot for me. And I've loved my career. So to be here, I'm so thankful. Hmm. Um, of course, I still have goals and things I'm reaching for. And I'm not satisfied yet. I don't know if I'll ever be satisfied, but I'm definitely content and feeling um, just very thankful hmm. to to be using all three yeah. skills, passions, and opportunities. Yeah, that's awesome. And I can tell, right? Like I follow you on Instagram, and I know you talk to my wife all the time, and now that she tells me anything y'all talk about, I don't hear any of the secrets, but I know that <laughs> I know you're doing really well, and, I, and that just makes me so happy. I, I wish you were doing really well in Colorado, but I'm happy that you're doing really well there. Um, oh gosh, I know we, we, we miss it. We miss Colorado very much. I know. Okay. So let I have a little role play question for you. And role play is the wrong word. Uh, imagination game. So let's, okay. say, let's say I have you back on this podcast two years from now. And I ask you the same question of, all right, tell me about the thread. What does it look like two years from now? Mm, gosh, we have multiple locations. We have a small team 
um, our cohorts are signature offering, but we have additional offerings. Mm. Um, you know, I've got lots of numbers goals, speaking of financial literacy. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're, we're, our alumni base is strong mm. and, you know, we're helping to put Midwest career women on the map. Mm. That's awesome. That's amazing. And, yeah. you know, like, and I guess as you talk about other markets and then, um, obviously there's a scalability aspect where, um, it doesn't all revolve around you at the center of it as the business owner, but you would kind of expand that responsibility to other people to run other markets. Is that how that would work? I mean, you, it's gotta be scalable at some level, right? Yep. We're working on that model right now, but mm-hmm. that is the goal to make it scalable to sort of chapter out the thread into different markets oh. and have um, chapter owners. I love that. I love that. I can't wait to yeah. see our market come to life. I know that's, I can't wait either. It better be on your radar. I don't know if it is, but, um, how hope... funny you, you should talk to your wife. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. It, it, it's on, it's on our radar. Okay. Well, the, you've, you've kind of, Give a little teaser. Um, we'll have to, we're going to hold you accountable for that. Um, okay. That's now awesome. It's public. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's out there. Every, all like 10 people who listen to this podcast, my mom and dad are two of them and Jen's the other one. So, um, they're going to be like, Jen, what's going on with the thread? Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. That, that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. I love, um, I love watching what you're doing on Instagram. And speaking of, how can people keep up with you if they want to watch this thing unfold and watch, um, a real life, really cool company go from uh, birth through adolescence through maturity. You would be one to follow along with. So, how can they f- follow you? Yeah, um, you can find us on Instagram. That's probably the best place. Our handle is the Thread WLC for Women's Leadership Collective. Ah. We're also on LinkedIn and Facebook. We have a website, thethreadwlc.com, but Instagram is my favorite. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where I hang out the most. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty active there. And I was I, that's actually where I saw the award that you won, but I didn't, I probably just didn't pay attention, so I'm sorry, but I didn't know what award it was. So that's really cool. Say that award again, because I think that's, especially in 2021, that's a really big deal. So brag on yourself. Well, don't you. be, Don't be humble. Tell us about well, it. Well, thank you. It is um, uh, an award from our local business journal, and it's uh, the 2021 Diversity and Inclusion Award. Mm. And a group of companies, in addition to a group of individuals, were awarded um, this award for 2021, and the thread was one of them. That's amazing. I mean, that's that's, yeah. a, that's a huge honor, and I know you know that, but it's a big deal, well, especially you. in year one of the business, right, yeah. to get that kind of recognition and and. Uh, somebody notices what you're doing. So that's really cool. So um, at the thread WLC on Instagram and the thread WLC.com. Was that right? Yep. Perfect. Right. And, and I'll put that kind of down in the show notes if people just would rather just click something. They can just click it there. Um, awesome. Yeah. And then, all right, anything as we kind of land the plane a little bit, is there anything you were hoping that we would talk about that we didn't get to? This is your stage. I want you to say whatever whatever it is you were wanting to talk about, if there's anything. Well, you know, I would just want to encourage people, you know, I'm 35 now and the, this intersection for me has happened in my thirties, you know, and mm. if you would have told me that in, in my twenties, you know, I probably, you know, I guess I've always just been discouraged that I mm. ha- haven't hit it, haven't hit it, haven't hit it. And now I'm hitting it. Mm. And I would just encourage people to, you know, one by one build that, you know, I knew what my passion was and mm. it was, 
having conversations like this where people are coming alive mm. and um, just living that way, living alive. My passion was growth. My passion was gathering people. And I couldn't have put all of those together and pre-planned this if I tried. <laughs> so just kind of opening your eyes, being aware of the opportunities that are in front of you mm. and then being brave and taking that leap. Mm. If I would never have moved out of my hometown to Colorado, if I would never have taken the leap and moved away from a town I love to go to Hawaii, if the pandemic would not have hit, mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't be here. So it's just it's quite interesting. You know, you have to stay awake and take time to reflect and notice what's going on in your life, but don't be encouraged, don't be discouraged if all three aren't happening for you right now. Just one by one, step by step. Mm. You know, keep keep watching yeah. and observing your life. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, that's such good advice for people. I mean, there's a lot of tidbits of advice in there that you just said. Like one is um, it's never too late, even in your 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever it is, it's never too mm-hmm. late to start taking those steps and um, and then to exercise patience and look for those opportunities where it's just one step at a time versus all of it just landing on your lap at once. If If the thread had landed in your lap five years ago, you wouldn't have known what to do with it then. You wouldn't have had the skills quite yet to to do what you're doing now with the thread so it's all part of the process and you've been diligent to follow that process and see where it leads and you didn't know it was going to lead here but here you are and so yeah that's really good advice thanks for sharing that yeah thank you so much and i've appreciated this conversation i always love our conversation (laughs) likewise i do too and i think i tell every guest and i want to have them back for a round two so i'm probably going to do that for you i I've decided I'm going to make this announcement right now, Audra, in front of Do it. you and all of our Be people. Brave. Take the this, leap. This is uh, the, the intersection of skills, passions, and opportunities I've decided is a conversation of season one of the podcast. And I have season two already lined up in my head of what I want to talk about in season two. And uh, I know seasons are kind of cheesy, but I didn't know any other way to do it. And then like, okay, we're going to take a pause and then we're going to do a season two. I don't know when that's going to be. I'm going to have a few, few more guests to talk about this topic. But then I have a season two in my head that I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say what it is right this second, but it's an excuse. Here's what it is. This is why I want to say it. it. Doing the season two is an excuse to go back to my previous guests and have them back for another conversation. So that's why I want to do it. And I'm really excited for the conversations in season two. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, that sounds <laughs> exciting. I love that. Yeah. So it's going to be fun and it'll be more, it'll be beyond skills, passions, and opportunities. It'll be a, a whole other conversation. So um, anyway, Audra, thank you so much for being here. This, I'm, I'm, what I said at the very beginning, I'm dead serious. I have been excited to have you on here from day one and we finally put it together. So thank you again uh, for being here. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been the Jonathan and Friends podcast where I talk to a few of my friends about the intersection of their skills, passions, and opportunities, and how that helps them create a meaningful life. And today's guest has been Audra Donnell, and she is doing just that. And again, if you want to follow what she's doing at The Thread on Instagram at The Thread WLC. Until next time, have a great day, and I will see you on the podcast soon. No promises, but I got another guest lined up, so it'll be soon. See you then. <laughs>